This is Chad Harrison, and you're listening to Hope Alive, applying God's word to your daily life. Hi, this is Chad Harrison, and I am the teaching pastor of Lake Community Church and have been serving as a pastor for 25 years. I'm also a practicing attorney. This podcast is designed to help you study God's word and find God's will for your life. I pray in the name of Jesus right now that God would open up his word to you and allow you to see him and to know him and to know his will, that you might glorify him and that you might walk in faith and power each and every day, especially today in Jesus' name. Good morning. Welcome to Lake Community Church's morning Bible study. We are in Exodus chapter 23 and verse 13. And so we're we're studying through just things that God is telling them to do in order to have a good society, really. It's a little bit past the law. The Ten Commandments really has to do with relationships, interpersonal relationships, our relationship with God, our relationship with our parents, our relationship with each other, and then ultimately our relationship with ourselves in the Tenth Commandment to not covet. But then he begins to go through and he goes, listen, these are the things that you need to do that are going to make you strong as a nation. And some of them are very, what we would call religious, and some of them are just very common, very just common sense type things that you need to know. And oftentimes, as we're being instructed, and I'm going to tell you this, as you're reading through the Bible, generally speaking, people talk about when you get to this point in Exodus, maybe not quite most of Exodus, but then Leviticus and Numbers and Deuteronomy, when you get to those books, especially Leviticus, they just, their eyes roll over and they just, they can't, they they just can't read it anymore because it's not a story. There's not a lot of stories in there. There's not a lot of things that are can be tied to the New Testament easily. Now, there's a lot to tie to the New Testament, but there's not a lot that you would, as a new believer or as someone who is begin, just beginning to study the Bible, it's just not a lot there that you would really understand how it relates to anything. And so you just glaze over and you just don't even, you don't even get your, you don't even get your morning Bible study done before you're, you're bored. And, and I, I find myself in this way with a lot of things. The older I get, the more I need pieces of information that are good, strong. I need good information. And if there's, I need it not to waste my time. And sometimes that means I miss out on things. Sometimes that means I don't get all the information. I don't have all the insights. I don't really fully understand the gravity of the situation. And as well as I do, whenever you're listening to someone, that's the way it works. I'm sure when you're listening to this Bible study, sometimes you just tune out. And that may be the case. But but notice in verse 13 that God wants to tell them something. He wants to tell them, be careful to do everything I said to you. Now, this is this is one of those things that God says over and over again in the Bible. One, one of the things I always remember when I see it, and I see it all the time, is do not be afraid. God tells us to do not be afraid all the time. Because Fear is the opposite of faith, and without without faith, it's impossible to really do anything in the kingdom. It's impossible to please God. It's impossible to have the riches and the goodness of God. It's impossible to walk in His righteousness and His holiness. It's just it's got. There's all kinds of things out there that if I'm not walking in faith, but I'm living in fear, there's all kinds of things out there that limit me, that hold me back, that keep me from actually that keep me from actually finding what I need to be doing with my life and finding God's will for my life. 
And as you're studying through scripture, he says, do not be afraid a lot. Why? Because he wants you to hear it. This is one of those, this is one of those sayings. This is one of those things God says. He says, be careful to keep my commandments. He says, be careful to do everything I've said. Be careful to listen. Jesus, Jesus had a turn of phrase that he loved to use. He says, those who have ears to hear, let them hear. What that means is if you're hearing what I'm saying, if you're getting what I'm putting down, you need to listen. Listen to what God says. And sometimes that's hard because it's hard to, to listen to God and stop listening to yourself. Same with fear. Uh, same with fear and faith. It's hard to listen to God and stop listening to yourself. Your own heart and your own mind are speaking sometimes so loudly that it's difficult to calm down and engage your faith. Likewise, oftentimes in situations in life, because remember life situations, you don't always just immediately come up with the answer to that situation from scripture. Oftentimes life situations going so fast that you don't calm down, that you don't be patient, and you don't open up your heart and your mind and say, okay, God, what does your word say in this situation? What is it that your word has to do with this situation? I've said this over and over again. I'll continue to say it until I'm probably dead and gone, but God's word is intensely relevant. It's intensely relevant to the times we live in. It's intensely relevant to the person who is hearing it. It speaks directly to the heart. It speaks directly to the situations of life that people face. It is intensely, powerfully relevant for you. But if you don't know it, or if you're not willing to calm down, engage your faith, and listen to God, sometimes you don't get it. Sometimes you don't remember to do it. You just you just gloss over it and go with the best option that you can come up with in your in 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 the immediacy of the moment. And so what do you do? You just engage whatever you got to bring to the table. And by the way, oftentimes that's not good. In fact, oftentimes that's not enough. In fact, oftentimes that's not the answer. And so you engage whatever you got, you throw it at the wall and see if it sticks. And that's why you get what you get. God says, He says He wants you to be careful. He says he don't want you to be careless. He wants you to be careful. My dad was intensely, he was born of a warrior. My, my grandmother on my father's side, my mama, she was a really good warrior, top-notch, high class. I'm talking about big time, good at worrying. She could worry, she could worry the paint off a wall. And uh, she was good at it. She was a sweet lady. Everything wonderful about her. Uh, her cooking was wonderful. She was wonderful and loving. Everything I could think about my mama was fabulous, except for one thing that I sure do remember about her. She would worry to death about stuff. She would worry about stuff that we already knew the answer to and and passed it on to my dad. That's what happens since the father passed the second, third generation. We understand that what we grow up in oftentimes we have to, we, we either use because it was wonderful and God is a gift of God given to us by our parents, or it's something that we've got to figure out how to overcome. And worrying was one of the things my father was really good at. And he used to say all the time, y'all be careful. And he wasn't just saying that as a phrase for us to go home. What that meant is till you uh until I see you again, I'm going to worry about what's going on with you. He lit, Be careful meant, literally, I'm about to begin to worry. 
And I just remember that being a part of it. And praise God for me, God allowed me to, to in many ways, overcome that or reject that as a part of my upbringing and uh, receive all the good stuff that uh, both them both of them passed down to me and not that. I received enough bad stuff from everybody to overcome anyway, but I didn't take that worrying with me, but there are a lot of folks that are good at it. They are fabulous at it. And so what you got to do in order to not worry is you got to be careful to do everything I've said to you, meaning don't do most of what I said, do everything I've said. Make your life be evolve around, revolve around God's word. Allow your life to revolve around what God says. And that is a powerful message from God, and you see it throughout Scripture. If, if you have ears to hear, listen. If you uh, be careful to obey my commandments. And these, I, this idea is the teachings, the word, the instruction of God are important. And they're not only important as far as your life goes, as far as the situations you find yourself in, you say, not everything in the Bible speaks exactly to my situation. That, that's true. That, that, there's some truth there. But the scripture can speak truth into your life about that situation and how to handle it. And if you don't think that's a word from God, it is. It is God using his word in your situation to give you an understanding or a truth. And it's a word for God, from God, personally, for your place in life, where you find yourself. And so that is a word from God for you. And so you need to, you got, you need to key in and clue into that because that is doing everything he said to you. If the Holy Spirit's telling you something, it's quite clearly from God's word, it's relevant for the situation, then that's a word of God from, the word from God to you. And so it is. It is the, the thing God has to say about that situation for you in your life. And so what do you need to do? Be careful to do what he says. He says, do not invoke the names of other gods, meaning <clears throat> don't have other things out there that, that take the place of me. Because if you do that, then you're not going to listen to me. You're not going to hear me. You're not going to have an answer for the situation. You're going to walk in, you're going to walk in faithlessness and fear and don't have other gods. Don't even, don't even allow those possibilities to be uh, alive in your life. Don't have any other gods uh, before you. Don't invoke their name, meaning don't reach out to their character or nature. Uh, and do other gods have characters in nature? They have characteristics, and uh, there is a natural form to them, and usually the natural things are sinful. Usually the natural things are under the curse, so do not invoke those things. He says, and do not let them be heard on your lips, meaning don't speak what the world says, anything from the world. Remember, we worship one of three things. We either worship the one true God or we worship something he made or we worship our favorite thing to worship, the most important thing we think of to worship in our whole life, and that is us. We worship ourselves. And so if we're going to worship one of those three things, the one true God, something in the universe that he created or ourselves, two of those things are other gods. And they fall in one major category, which is everything that's been made that was made by God, and then us. And e either one of them, we don't need to, we do not need to allow the things of this world and the things of ourselves to come out of what we say. We don't need to allow that to take place. We need to let that go. We need to release that. We need to speak truth from God. And this is important 
Because as we speak truth from God, we agree with God. As we speak what we know from God's word, because we've listened carefully and, and we're obeying everything he tells us to do, we're being careful to do all that he said to do. As we speak those things, we agree with him. And as we agree with God, as we agree with God, our lives begin to fall in line with God. And remember, we either agree with what he said in his word, or he gets real relevant for us in the situation, and he gives us a message from his word by the Holy Spirit that speaks uniquely to that situation, and then we act upon it, and then we speak it out. This is what God has told me to do. This is the direction God is sending me in. This is what I understand God's plan is for the moment. And remember, just because I've got God's plan for the moment doesn't mean that I can, by, by definition, determine the outcome later on. Oftentimes we think God told me to do this. This means I, I, it's gonna, this is going to happen and that's going to happen and this is going to be the end of the thing. No, God told you to do this in the moment. He didn't say what the end was going to be. Oftentimes God's told me to do stuff that I thought had an end to it that, that was going to somehow affect me. And he told me to do something and it had an end to it, but it affected somebody else or helped somebody else or did something for somebody else or fixed something that needed to be fixed that had nothing to do with me. So what I do, I get upset about it, moan and whine about it. God, why wasn't that about me? Because you're not God, Chad. Remember, don't worship yourself. It's not about you. A lot of things God's going to have you do that you'll have no idea why he had you do it or what you were doing while you were doing it. But you're going to be doing it because you're listening to everything he says to do, and you're not going to have any other gods before you, including yourself. And you're not going to, you're not going to speak those things. You're going to speak what God says. Let me tell you something. When you do that and do that well, you see the hand of God at work all around you. You really do. And it's a powerful thing to walk and see the hand of God at work around you. I pray that'll be the case for you. I expect it will be. That's who God is. God's always faithful to those who place their faith in him. God's always working to in, those, in the lives of those who know his word, who know his revelation, who know his commandments, who know his teachings, and put them to work in their lives. And God's always at work for those who his grace and his mercy have been poured out on because their faith is engaged and because they are one of his. If you're hearing this and you hear the voice of God at work in your life, then God's already, he's already there. Get to work listening. Once you listen, get to work engaging the things he's told you. And I promise you this, he'll never leave you for nor forsake you. He's faithful to the end. As you go today, I pray that the Lord will bless you and keep you, that he'll make his face to shine upon you, and that he will give you hope and peace today in Jesus' name.